please don't wait till it's too late. Call McIntyre Elder Law. Please don't wait till it's too late. I have a bike with me. I guess I could put on my bike helmet to do so. But I was out riding bikes and or riding a bike and on a Saturday, and I was thinking about trust. I mean, I worked so hard to take and to stay in shape and to to try to live a long life and to work every day and, and take care of my family. Uh, my wife and I both work very hard to take care of our six kids, and you know. What are we doing it for? How can we keep those things? How can we have quality of life? And then also pass those items that we work for and that we get during our life to our next generation to benefit the children and hopefully the grandchildren to help send them to college. Um, I know uh, law school that I went to was not cheap. So, you know, Britain, was law school cheap for you? No, it was not. Even the scholarship wasn't cheap. Correct. Yes, and and, and so so you know, and, and but in the same breath, I'm glad that I work for it and I'm paying that off. Um, I don't think that getting a lot of money at 18 years old would have helped me. Um, although uh, being saddled with a lot of debt is not fun either. Right, man. If I'd have got a lot of money at 18, I probably would be driving a Maserati right now, not a Chevy. And uh, but what I will say is that at eighteen, if you still had, it, you still had the money, right? Right, right. If I still had the money, yeah, I'd have blown that. Um, but yeah, and but at eighteen, if I had my college, law school paid for, that'd been nice too. Well, yeah, I mean, it, yeah, I mean, it would be nice to have school paid for because you know, obviously, you don't want to get saddled with debt, student loan debt. Not a lot of people know this, but you can't just discharge student loan debt and a bankruptcy or anything like that, you know? And so for me though, if I was going to get that money to have my student loan paid for, I couldn't have just gotten it at 18 all at once because I wouldn't have used that for my education. And like I said, I would have used it to buy, I'd have blown it because I was 18 years old, Xbox games, hot Cheetos, whatever, you know? And so, I mean, that's right. That's right. And so, when you think about leaving property to people, right? You, you work hard all your life, you leave property, assets, money, whatever it is, you gotta think to yourself, okay, well, what's gonna happen when I leave this to this person? Will they you know, be able to effectively use this? Is it gonna be a burden or is it gonna be a benefit? In fact, the person that you leave it to could have special needs, right? And that could be a problem. So trust come to mind to assist in this situation. That's what we're talking about today. How can trust help you and your family achieve your goals? First, we want to talk about your goals. You know, and common goals come to mind, such as I want to send the grandkids to college, a discretionary trust that is for their health, education, and welfare until, say, uh, they turn 25 or achieve certain milestones. And then we start distributing part of it at 25, 30, 35, and 40, or we say, for instance, for example, 10% a year over the next 10 years, once they turn 25, after we've helped get them through college or could be trade school educations, 
you know, once we've gotten them a little older, wiser, and more educated, um, then they will make better use of that money, and it can really, really help them throughout their lives. That may be a concern of yours that we can help with. We do a lot of trust drafting like that. Also, Brenton was referring to special needs individuals, people who might be on SSI, which is asset dependent, and also comes with it a Medicaid healthcare component that will all be disrupted and kicked offline if they receive money from you. But a special needs trust is designed to receive that money and still allow them to receive the benefit and a third party trustee can spend money on them for things they need that their Medicaid healthcare benefit doesn't supply. So, uh, and there's special rules with special needs trust and they're complicated. However, um, very, very beneficial. That's why we write a special or supplemental needs trust into every will we draft as an option for an executor to use. Because when are my children going to become disabled? I hope never. But I don't know what the future holds with illness or accidents in their future or my future. So think about that when you're leaving money to an heir as to if they have the option for that. You may have a special needs person in your family that you want to plan for, and we can use special needs trust either built into the will or standalone outside of the will because that might not be where you want to pass that property to receive life insurance money, other monies, money you want to put in that trust now for that individual um, to care for them for the rest of their lives. So when we talk about trust, we're talking about an array of different types of trust. A revocable living trust. Brenton, I find revocable living trust can really help when we talk about goals to keep, uh, say, uh, you know, especially for individuals who are married, say a family trust, to make sure that a spouse is provided for and to make sure that money and property is protected for the next generation or at least pass it outside of probate to the next generation and not pass through probate and that however you know a lot of times i find myself planning for higher wealth individuals with revocable living trust what do you think about that yeah you know here's the thing with higher wealth individuals they have more wealth right so there's a couple things you gotta think there maybe they want their wealth distributed in certain ways where it's going to go to certain people um and maybe they have children that are minors or grandchildren that are minors that they don't want to give it to all at once. But here's the other thing, you know, recently we've been enjoying this gift and estate tax that has really, you know, not affected most Americans lately, right? So our gift and estate tax is really, really high, meaning that you have to have a lot, a lot of money passing to even, you know, be affected by it. So the threshold is high. So, Right now for an individual, it's $11.18 million. That's how much you can give during your life or at your death before you're ever, ever even touched by the estate tax. Okay, so double that for a couple. Okay, so what? But you sent me an article earlier today. Exactly. That was, hey, look, you know, there's, uh, there's talks right now um, in the legislature at the national level of really reducing that estate tax down 
and then having a graduated estate tax that starts, I want to say, at around 43, 45% of what's passing. That means almost half of everything you pass would be taken away and given to the government up to 77%, I think it was. Right, right. 7% tax at the top end um, to, you know, on what you're trying to pass on to the next generation. So that could become, trust can really help with that. How can they help? Right, so the trusts are going to do um, a couple things for you. You can do a lot of tax planning with trusts. You can, you know, if you do it the, the correct way, you can effectively eliminate um, any estate tax that, you know, is going to really, really deplete your estate. And, um, you know, there's there's ways that you can double your estate tax uh, exemption, right? And um, really with the right type of tax planning, you can really mitigate that tax, especially the tax that's going to affect you. You know, like these these talks are saying, they might. I mean, forty percent of of your state being taxed—that's huge. I mean, oh, it's, 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 I wanted to say it's crazy. It's a lot. Yeah, it's, it's, it's yeah. hard to fathom that that would all go away. You know, or half of what you have would go away. Right, right. But you can help. But trust can help with that. Trust can help far extend that exemption. So oh, certainly, certainly. I mean, there's lots of things you can do with trust uh, when it comes to tax planning. I mean, trusts are a very flexible vehicle. And um, if you if you plan the right way and you understand what your goals are, you can not only eliminate tax, but protect the assets in in many other ways. Brent, what about OK, we talked about revocable living trust and they have a lot of tax benefits. Avoiding probate, there's a lot of benefits for that. Achieving your goals long term with your money and property. What about an irrevocable trust? I hold here an example of an irrevocable trust. We call this one a Medicaid Asset Protection Trust, MAPT. It's in a big mason jar. It's got money. There's some monopoly houses in there. <laughs> and there's a little spigot so that the income beneficiaries can receive that and pull that out even during your life. So, you know, how does this work in a nutshell? Right. How, so, does, how does this work and how can it benefit people? Irrevocable trust is the other the other trust, right? So two main types of trust, revocable, irrevocable. Irrevocable, by the way, can also have tax benefits. But irrevocable trust, specifically the Medicaid Asset Protection Trust, is going to do two main things. It's going to first help someone qualify for Medicaid. And two, it's going to protect those assets that are in the trust from being looked at by Medicaid or being taken by Medicaid after Medicaid pays out. Because by the way, Medicaid, if they pay that money, they want it back, right? So what the way the Medicaid Asset Protection Trust works is that it's irrevocable. So you have to have a third party trustee. So if it's a single individual, it has to be someone other than them. If it's a couple, it has to be someone other than them or their spouse who is over the trust as trustee. And that trustee manages the funds. They protect the funds in the trust, whatever is put in the trust. But they are given power to distribute income during the grantors, the creator of the trust life for their benefit. OK, up until the time that they need Medicaid. And then once they get Medicaid, the assets that they put in the trust no longer count against them. And the assets that they put in the trust are going to be protected from Medicaid or any other creditor or entity from taking those assets. Absolutely. I mean, this is the best safe 
that we could draft for you, for you to place your money to make sure that no long-term care stay, if Medicaid has to pay for it, can ever come back and recover. And that it will be yours, that it will be your family's for the rest, well, that it will pass to your family and not through the probate estate or be subject to a Medicaid recovery. So provides ultimate protection there, okay? We draft many types of trust. We would love to talk to you about how trust can help you and your family both stay in control of your assets and also protect your assets for the rest of your life and for generations. If you're interested in seeing if trust planning is right for you or your family and having that conversation, we'd be glad to have that conversation with you and your family. Give us a call at 704-749-9244 or visit us online at mcelderlaw.com. And also, I'm going to tell you, I have the trust planning map that I have right here and a new trust planning workshop that we worked on that we're going to start giving regularly just on trust planning. Check out the trust planning map. So if you want to get the trust planning map, okay, if you want the trust planning map for yourself to see a lot of the differences between irrevocable and irrevocable trust, go to mcelderlaw.com slash trust map, mcelderlaw.com slash trust map. And I will show you. So if you are interested in the trust map, go to mcelderlaw.com slash trust map. See it highlighted there, mcelderlaw.com slash trust map. Enter this information and it will take you directly to the trust map and we'll give you that free of charge today. Okay. So Brenton, thank you for being with us today. For those of you who don't know, Brenton is an elder law attorney with McIntyre Elder Law and he has an LLN specifically in tax. So his, his focus area a lot of times is taxation and high wealth clients and he can help with really extending and maximizing that uh, tax exemption and trust are great tools to do that. Right, Brenton? That's right. Right. The best tool to do it. Thanks for joining us from home today. And I'm going to hop back on the bike, man. Yeah. Have fun. Be safe. Yeah. Have fun. Please don't wait till it's too late. Call McIntyre Elder Law. We put off planning till things get slow Tomorrow's never promised today Don't get too busy and let it all slip away Please don't wait till it's too late Call McIntyre Elder Law Foundational planning or more complex We can help when you're perplexed If a loved one needs long-term care We can help avoid some of the scare Please don't wait till it's too late Call McIntyre Elder Law Estate planning benefits and even probate we take the planning piece off your plate If you or your spouse were in the military We 